I have spent so much time trying to convince people to work with me. And it turns out they were usually the wrong people. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary, it's frustrating, and unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's Let's get get to it. it. I make that statement because it really is amazing to me how much time I have spent trying to work with people that are not a good fit and just trying to convince people that I had something of value to offer when I knew that I did, but they weren't interested. We would spend hours and hours. I mean, if you look back over the last two, maybe three years of time, talking about this one, you could call him like like a white whale or a big fish or whatever you want to say, however you want to label him. But we would spend so much time in that two-year period that if you ball it all together, my guess is it probably would amount to about three days worth of conversations and trying to figure out how are we going to convince him and what do we got to say and emails and meetings and in-person stuff and all of these things. And it just would never work. I think we're really excited as entrepreneurs to get people that we look at as interesting or we see them as a good fit and we're really eager to try to convince them to work with us. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the conversations going from moving from sales to uh, being an advocate for somebody is moving away from that side of of really selling and there's a really good way to sell but as we know with any item that's being sold and or purchased you have to like there has to be somebody interested in buying the product and so to consistently try to sell a car to somebody that has no interest in buying said vehicle (laughs) it's a waste of your time yeah and this individual that we had talked to we spent a lot of time and And we saw the opportunity. We saw the possibility of what we could do with their business and and in multiple forms. Like we saw all the ways that we could benefit this business, that we could benefit this brand, that we could benefit the team, that we could benefit, I mean, the whole thing. And ultimately, it just wasn't a good fit because they weren't interested in buying. No one wakes up and sets out to waste their time, like not intentionally. I mean, maybe, you know, it's a waste of time to like sit around and watch a show, that kind of thing. But no one says, I'm going to waste the next for the next three years. I'm going to waste my time having random, pointless conversations, trying to find so many ways to convince this person to say yes when they're inevitably going to say no. Like it's it's not like it's an intentional thing that we do. And I, I look at it like taking baby steps. Like you slowly decide that this is the person that you want to go after. This is the person that you know you can help them. You get excited about it. You really get passionate and it it kind of puts their name at the top of your list. And you get consumed by this mindset that you are going to 
transform their business and you start building out a proposal and a contract and then you you build out this plan and you have this entire map as it were in your head of how maybe you've even written it out of how you're going to transform things and it just it's never going to happen it's never going to work oh absolutely we talked about this in the what we do episode and basically how we would build out these proposals we'd build out this idea of what we could do for their business and it's a lot of what we do now but there wasn't value to it and so many times is it would be us being more excited and they wanted to see what we could do and what we had to offer um, almost before saying no Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because there's just a lot. I, I have a ton of documents of just time that we wasted, mm-hmm. of time that we spent trying to hunt down somebody that wasn't interested in buying. So a really practical step, uh, if you're looking at or if you're listening to this and you're looking at what can I do to make sure I'm not going after the wrong people, what can I do to make sure that I'm not pursuing the wrong people, Look at your list, your list of leads right now, and make two different columns of one who you are interested in working with and one who is interested in working with you. Mm, I like that. Yeah. And you may not know. Um, I'll be completely honest. You may not know which ones are not interested in working with you, but you should. And I always hate starting a conversation with like the, the words you need or, or you need to or you should, but... I would, I would say that you should go through and try to be critical and say, is this someone who I want to work with or is this somebody who wants to work with me? A great way to figure out if this person really is somebody that you're wanting to work with versus somebody who really wants to work with you is when you started the conversation with them and maybe it was a a cold call or, or, you know, you just, you just meet them or at a networking event or or whatever. And that first conversation that you have, let's say that you're, you're talking to them about what you offer and they say, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds interesting. Um, why don't you get back to me and you show me all of your numbers, show me what it can do for me. And, and then, then we'll talk. And that conversation, I love Jay, your response every time that this comes up, will you share that with us really quick? It was definitely a conversation where I thought that I could help this business. It was actually a friend of mine who thought that I could serve this client. And we had gone in and we talked to him and he wasn't interested, but his statement to me was, yeah, send me your numbers and tell me what you can accomplish and what you can do for me. And I'll see if I want to work with you. And it's the same conversation as the first question being, what is the cost? And usually if that's the conversation, then if if the first question is, what is the cost? That's the focus. How inexpensively can I get this for? Um, Not what is the value that it can bring me. Mm -hmm. Now, again, everything has limits and everything can break down. All analogies can break down. And so it's not a certain 100% of the time situation. Before I followed up with him, my response was, well, I'm not interested in just sitting there and having a conversation for you to say no. And I'm not interested in just showing you all the things that I think I can do and 
you expecting a 100% guarantee because anybody who understands marketing, if you're listening to this and you have any background in marketing, you know that it's all one big experiment. And so there are certain things that we can guarantee uh, through formulas and through the, the process of moving forward. But when it comes to running ads, cost per click, you're never going to guarantee. One of my top rated contractors that I refer for running ads is he will not show numbers to clients because he said, if that's your focus, then there's a good chance I'm going to disappoint you because from one industry to the next, from one business to the next, your cost per click is going to be really low. Or what kind of traffic can you get on a website? What can you do here? And there, there can be guarantees. But ultimately, when that was the focus, it was going to be such a conversation of me trying to win him over mm -hmm. instead of a mutual interest in working together. Well, and that's why I brought up the example, because is is this an end all be all example? No, because I mean, not every conversation that you have that starts with this, it's going to be an absolute no. I, I can't say that for sure. But what I can say is that because the conversation ended up like that, you already had that red flag right off. It was like the first thing that happened and you knew, oh man, I'm going to have to try and convince this person when in reality, is that really the point of your time? Like, is that the best use of your time? No, it's just an opportunity for you when you are creating that list of who you want to work with or who wants to work with you. It's really going to help you fine tune that and figure out, okay, if this person really wants to work with me, they're the people that I need to go after first. They're the people I need to talk to first. I think as I have, we'll call it matured in business and matured in where I am and being willing to say no and being confident in what I offer and not trying to win everybody's business, what I can look back on and see is the amount of time that I have spent believing in people's businesses more than they do. Mm. And... India and I have had this conversation so many times and there are things that I just get really excited about and I have worked on basically brainstorming for businesses that have no interest in working with me and now I absolutely love working with the clients that we have right now so in when we're, we're sitting in those calls for the breakthrough community when we're sitting in one-on-one -on -one coaching calls it's absolutely amazing to just have those conversations and to be able to ideate and go through and brainstorm and come up with, with creative ways to reach their customers or their clients. But I have spent so much time coming up with ideas to send over ideas that are never going to be valued. They're never going to be held on to because I'm pushing harder than recipient of what I'm sending. So basically it's me trying to convince them like, Hey, this is what I can do for your business. This is what we can help you create. These are the kind of results. And ultimately at the end of the day, they're not interested in those results. Mm -hmm. They're not interested in actually investing in themselves to see through to the future of what I can create. Cause they don't even, a lot of times they don't even see that future for mm -hmm. themselves, which is okay. And I want to I want to yeah. point that out too is that it's really easy to look at others and the way that they think and think that they're wrong. Like that's pretty classic, right? But it's just not for everyone. Like 
that's why as you try to determine who your ideal client is, it's so important to know, okay, am I looking for the people that have that drive, that want to pursue those goals, that want more? Or am I looking for somebody who is, you know, happy with what they have now? And that, and that's okay. It's just different groups of people and who you're going to be talking to. So you're not wasting your time. And that brings us a step further. We're going to dive a little deeper as to why the convincing in itself is bad. And a lot of that has to do with boundaries. Thinking about how much time you're spending trying to convince someone to say yes and you're, you're pushing and pushing and pushing and you end up like, let's say they do say yes. It's really easy to end up in a situation where you're going to work really, really hard for very, very little. Absolutely. And you end up burnt out. You end up frustrated. You end up stressed out. So all these things that let's say you have, let's say you have three things that you offer services or, uh, deliverables that you offer and somebody comes in and you want to work with this person so bad and they want six things. So all of a sudden you're saying yes to six things, which means that you're probably uh, on a regular basis, you're able to deliver three things really well. The other three things maybe we'll call them semi-natural. So they're like 50%, um, or 75%, uh, because you're still doing a good job. But then when it comes together, this client is really getting like 70, 80% of the quality that you want to give them that you expect from yourself. And when those boundaries, when those guardrails, when when those things get crossed over, when those lines get blurred, when when it goes from black and white to gray to really light gray to barely their gray, it gets so confusing as to what do I offer? And then I start to, it becomes so muddled that you can't see anymore. And it's just kind of blurry and you lose a lot of, we'll call it like confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. You can lose a lot of clarity in what it is that you do just because these boundaries have been pushed and now you're offering something that you weren't offering before. Let alone that in, in that moment, you find yourself stuck there. Like you, especially in the light gray, right? You're, you're stuck and you've got these, a a borderline broken relationship with this client that you don't want to work with anymore. And they probably don't want to work with you anymore. And you just don't know what to do and how to get out of it. And it usually ends very, very poorly. Because we went into it with these, back to the example, these three things that you offered, these things I'm going to deliver with 100% excellence. It's going to be fantastic. And then they asked you for these other three. And now you're like, well, okay, I can make it work because I really want to work with this person. And what I've been become more aware of doing and been able to do more is just to really cut ties earlier and be very aware that not everybody wants to work with me. I don't want to work with everybody and I can't work with everybody. Mm -hmm. I can't serve everybody. And so I actually had a conversation a few months back where somebody, uh, he was asking about what we do, what we provide and what clients we serve. And I told him, and I, I saw what we could do for their business. I saw a lot of opportunity 
And in the conversation, then his response was, yeah, well, our marketing's pretty good. Like we've got, we've got this and we know these three things and we've got this squared away and we're moving forward in this area. And I said, oh, okay, well, if, I mean, if you've got everything figured out, then you're good to go. We probably don't need to have a conversation. And I'm being a little bit more blunt in, in the episode here, but it was basically to the extent of, oh, well, if you have everything figured out, because that was almost what he said then we probably don't need to work together. And then, no joke, his response was, whoa, 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 no, no, we don't, we don't have it all figured out. We definitely don't have it all figured out. There's room to grow. And that's where we come in, is if you're interested in growing, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If you want to take things to the next step, if you don't believe that you know everything, um, maybe as harsh as that sounds, then we can have a further conversation But if you are 100% content with where you are, we're probably not going to be the right people for you because we're interested in helping you grow, Mm -hmm. get to that next level. And one of my weaknesses, I would say, is, you know, plays into a, a strength and a weakness. But one of my weaknesses would probably be believing too much too soon. Mm, Yeah. Well, I mean, we're dreamers, right? We we care so much about people and we want to see them succeed. And I mean, not not that I'm like, oh, Jay, you're okay. You know, like, I don't mean <laughs> like that. But I just want to acknowledge, like, that's who we are. And so if, if for anyone listening, if you struggle in this area, just acknowledge, like, you dream. You can see the vision. You can see the path that can be set in front of anyone. And especially if you have a desire to help people get to that that end goal, then yeah, it's going to drive you crazy if they're not going to start taking steps to get there. Cause it doesn't make sense to you why they wouldn't pursue that because it's so much better. Like why not? But not everyone wants that. And that's when you say we have conversations about this. That's what we tend to talk about is it's okay because they want to work this job until they retire and that's their life goal. And that's okay. That is their goal. That is their mission. And it's ultimately not our job to change that, Mm -hmm. but we want to help them get, if they see a vision, if you see a vision bigger than where you're at, we want to help you get there. So we'll bring the whole thing back to, because this conversation of stop trying to convince others, don't try to just win people over just because you see their future, just because you see what you can provide, just because you really want to work with this person. We'll bring it all back to the ideal customer, ideal client. And that's where we come back to all in a lot of our episodes Mm -hmm. is if you have a great understanding of who that person is and it needs to be focused in, it can't be too broad. It needs to be focused in. If you know who your ideal customer is, your ideal client, focus on them and then go back to that list that I asked you about earlier, divided into two columns, who I want to work with and who wants to work with me, who I can benefit and who I'm going to like fight to benefit and start going into which of these clients that want to work with me fall into my ideal customer, ideal client profile. Then go into the ones that you want to work with. How many of these fall into that ideal customer, ideal client profile? Because you may have people in your ideal that you want to work with more than they want to work with you right now. Mm -hmm. And for those, it may require, I'm not going to say that you can't work with them. It just may require for you to step up your selling, for you to pursue them 
with a little bit more advocacy for you to teach them what it is that you can do, create an offer that they understand better, and and pursue them. Because it is 100% possible that they just don't know what it is that you can do for them. Always make sure that as you're creating that, that new way of pursuing these people, that you don't forego the boundaries that you have to set and that you're not spending so much time focusing on them that you're missing and completely ignoring the ideal customers that you already have in that lead list. It's really easy to do that. And so pursue those ideals first. And then as you have time, then find a way to pursue the person that is maybe, I don't want to say needs more convincing, but maybe you need to better your offer or the way that you communicate it for. Or you need to be more where they are. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, it's because you can have an ideal customer that you are pursuing. And I've talked to a lot of people who have said, well, I'm posting on social media and I really want to work with these people. And there have been times when I have known these businesses personally that other entrepreneurs want to work with, or I've known individuals personally. And I have responded with, you know, they're not on social media, right? Like they have a profile. They're not active on there at all. And these people have said, oh, well, how do I find them? And that's where it's a, that's a totally different conversation, Mm -hmm. but you're at that point, you're just in the wrong spot. So it's not crafting an offer around what this ideal customer wants, but it's crafting an offer that is what you offer somewhere that they will see it and in a way that they will hear it and understand it. Mm -hmm. And that's where it comes in is making sure that they can hear you and see you and understand you and believe in you and are excited to work with you. Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of. So we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.